everybody. Uh, welcome to Imperfect Allies. My name is Richie. I'm Chris. And uh, Chris, man, let's talk about ambition. Oh, oh. <laughs> let's let's talk about comedy and uh, yeah, yeah, ambition. I I can't tell what era we're in if ambition's a good word or a bad word. I don't know anymore, to be honest. Maybe I've never known, but I felt like a few years back, ambition was um, a negative. Like, Ooh, oh, okay. that person's that person's ambitious, and they are someone that you know puts everything else uh, on the back burner: people, friends, right. family, and they're just so ambitious and so driven, and um, it could be kind of negative. Um, and, and, and maybe that was just my interpretation and, but it feels like now ambition is, um, I don't know, dissipating. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't know how to really figure it out for other people, but in the bubble that I am in, in California, um, ambition just looks so different, I guess. Maybe that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Texas to Cali is probably what I'm feeling. Right. Well, and I think, so I always thought ambition was good, um, but you don't want to be too ambitious. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be so ambitious that you walk over your friends or your family or, you know, that there's you're not leaving a wake of people behind you. Um, but it has been my experience that, the majority of successful people do have a wake of people behind them. <laughs> and I don't, I may have just met a lot of jerks or whatever else, but um, yeah, it's made me, it's made me like rethink what to do with my life. Like, hmm. so ever since I can remember, I've wanted to be like on Saturday night live. Um, well, I've aged out of that. I mean, unless I pull a Leslie Jones, but I don't think they're going to want a middle-aged white man to fill some <laughs> slot. They don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that dream is gone. Um, but like, are there other things that I can do? And so I started reaching out, doing improv and doing sketch writing, and uh, did stand up and you know things like that. Um, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling that contentment of like, I like. I like that we get to write on Sundays. Like I like that we do that. We're submitting for contests and festivals for hopefully getting the stuff in front of producers and uh, agents and stuff. Uh, it's really good work and it's really fun and it's really enjoyable and it doesn't feel ambitious, mm. but yeah. it, but it is. Cause we just all, we all submitted, you know, our most recent script to a, a screenplay uh, contest. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we're, and I, and I guess I'm having a hard time with like, does it take to, does, is it win at all costs or is it, I can win and bring people with me kind of thing. Like we can win together. Mm. And I don't, I just don't, I don't know. Somebody asked me a long time ago, um, there was this, well, let me give you a backstory. So the backstory is there's, I, I don't know, the term burning your, burning your boats, burning bridges. Mm-hmm. So I guess there is a, it was a, I can't remember where it was. It was like in Crete or Greece or somewhere in the Middle East. 
uh, there was they they attacked an island. These people attacked an island, and um, so they couldn't retreat. They burned their own boats, mm-hmm. right? So they can't even leave now. So we are gonna we are here, and we're gonna we're gonna win or we're gonna die. Mm. Yeah, and it feels like that's a lot of the. Uh, I get that from like, well, you talked about Ali Wong. Like, I get that from her. Hmm. Like, it's, oh. it's either win, it's it's win or I'm dead. Like, that's it. There's another, I have no other option. Eminem, like, you know, he talks about it. I have no other option. Yeah. Right. But like, that's pretty common. For the ones that uh, make it. Yeah. For the ones that make it. Yeah. And by making, I mean being financially successful at something they love to do. Mm. You know? Oh, well, that to me is a different group. Um, Interesting. Okay. Because I think there's a lot of people that are financially free and haven't made it to that level of success. But um but I think we are thinking of the you know, top one percent that really are free completely and most, if not all of them, have that all or nothing burn your boats mentality. Mm-hmm. And they have an amount an enormous amount of wealth that, you know, is more than they need. Um, And to get to that level, I think that's a requirement, to be honest. Mm. And um, if you find yourself comparing yourself to them or what, or seeing what they have and what you don't, you know, one piece in, it could be that desire or that, you know, burn it all down. If it's not mine, it's no one's kind of mentality. Mm. And, um, it's tricky in comedy because you know, probably in most industries, but in, in, in our industry, you know, you're either rich beyond your wildest dreams or you're just barely getting by. And, right. um, and there's, there's a few people in the middle that have built businesses out of the comedy industry, yeah. but yeah, they're not sure. performers. The performances aren't what's paying the bills. Right. And so, um, with that disparity, it's it's very disheartening when you aren't at that uber successful level and you also aren't wanting to turn into this person that has to burn your own boats and burn other people's boats and mm-hmm. and make it all about you. Um, I don't know. It's, it's tough. I, I've been d- dealing with that as well because I've been trying to push myself further. But at the same time, I'm really just recognizing how content I am with what I currently have and just yeah. appreciating where I'm at uh, in this moment. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I feel a lot of that too. Like I feel, I feel uneasy about the level in which I'm happy with my life. Hmm. Because the fire has always been like no, but you're, you're not, you're not done this. You're not done this. You're not done this. Like you've got to keep going. And as I get, as I get older, like it, it, going back to what I was kind of, what we're talking about, like, uh, the guy, the rune soup is a podcast I was listening to. And Gordon white was the person that was talking about it. And he was saying, what would you burn your boats for? Because Hmm. that's what you need to focus on. Like, like that's, that's the thing you need to go after. And um, I don't have anything. I was about to say, my answer is nothing. 
there's nothing I'm burning my boats for. And so I think people, I think there would, I hear, I hear a critic in my head saying, see, that's why you're not successful. And I don't believe it though. Like I don't, I believe that there's a cutthroat. You can't absolutely go cutthroat, you know, standard oil, just going to decimate everything, mm -hmm. take no prisoners. But there's people that like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe I don't know any of them. So maybe I need to know, know some more. The circle more is important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what I heard is the, the word success means totally different things to different people, what you picture it. And a lot of yeah. times we picture success as the 1% because we talk about the 1%. And so then we're saying what it is to be successful is to be the 1% and to do what they did. And that's leaving out 90 percent you know let's say there's a bottom eight percent that we don't want to be right <laughs> so there's 90 percent of success in there <laughs> you know that yeah that we should be also quantifying and, and evaluating and you know i think I, I think there's plenty success that you've achieved and that i've achieved and that you're going to continue to achieve and um I really believe when you were talking about the win at all cost mentality, it was very much a to get there tomorrow feeling like yeah. we're fighting this war now and we have to win tomorrow. So we're going to burn our own boats to motivate ourselves to do it. Mm -hmm. Where if, if you're looking at your child, you're like, you have so many tomorrows. Yeah. It's not that big a deal right now. Just mm -hmm. keep making gradual progress and you will hit success guaranteed. And it's like, if we just focus on that, you know, it's, it's kind of the, or at least it's maybe the law of attraction or the law of momentum, like inertia, an object in motion stays in motion, right? If you just stay in motion, you will hit success. Now it won't be the 1% success, but again, that 90% gap in there yeah, i'm just, I'm just shooting for the middle class <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> you know give me a jay moore or a pete holmes or somebody like that like uh well gerard's blowing up is because they draw carmichael like he'd be what i consider middle class except this last couple of specials he oh, but this, out, these so. people are way above yeah, they're way, my middle yeah. class is you know mm -hmm. someone that's doing shows for colleges and we have no clue what their name is they're doing corporate gigs and they're mm -hmm. make they're bringing in you know, every every gig is five grand, bare minimum. You know, and yeah. they're middle middle class comedian. No one knows their name, but they have a good marketing and networking that they found their niche and they work their niche. Uh, there's a there's a teacher comedian that I can see his face. I can't think of his name, but uh, when I was in education, we went to see him do a show. I'm talking at least seven hundred teachers at this show. It's a big yeah. show. I don't know his name. You don't know his name. No one right. knows his name. Right. He's right. doing just fine being successful because his ball just kept rolling in that direction of teacher comedy. Mm. And it's very achievable. And it's just not in your face. And it's really hard to find. But So you're saying it's more about momentum than it is about some big some big goalpost? I, I what you're saying? Like for me, I, I'm I, I'm recognizing that. I think there are people that are good at burning their own boats, and they're oh yeah, they're they that's what they were taught to do. 
Um, sure. I can't. My my mama gave me that boat. I'm not. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. I'm yeah. not are you crazy. No. Um, no. Well, it's weird. It's weird to kind of talk about this stuff too, because you know, if, if I look at my life and there's things that I'm proud of, I'm, I'm definitely proud of my family. Like I'm proud of the relationship that my wife and I have, the relationship I have with my children. But like that's that can't really be shared with anybody else right yeah or at least like i you know what i mean like that's not something there's no social credit or social validation that everyone sees right. oh that's rich oh he's the one yeah. with the great family right right and yeah. yeah. and i don't know why i don't know if that i need that sort of validation but i definitely want to have to have an audience yeah yeah, and I want what I say and what I do to matter in some way, you know. To people. Well, that's you know, and this is going to old hierarchical needs for human beings, but there is this social utility that is required in us. Like once we see that we have a a place in society where we have social impact on others, there's validation mm-hmm. there, and it's very. It also makes you feel safe because you know where you are in the grand scheme of things and you're comfortable with it. You're like, these people know my impact. I've done my work. And it used to be that your social impact was picket fence, house, family. Right. We have eviscerated that as a standard of utility, wealth, values. It's like, Mm. oh, man, that thing isn't real. You don't want that. And so you might have the family, you might have all those things, but there's no value to the society. Like we don't value that as a society anymore. And so now it's this need for, oh, I have to get more than that when you're crushing it. Like if if we rewound the clock, you'd be right set. Like, oh yeah, Yeah. man, that, that family's doing great. That father's phenomenal. Like he's taking care of his kids. He's taking care of his wife, killing it. That's what I want to be when I grow up. But we're we're right. we're just not in that era anymore where we don't value those things, and mm-hmm. it's it's it can be kind of painful to to recognize that. Um, yeah, I don't I, yeah. I don't know if it's you have to just tell yourself I I am successful. My me, my well, measurement is different. That's kind of what's butting heads in my heart is I feel very successful, hmm. like I'm writing. I'm, I'm with people that I love deeply and love me, love me deeply. And we're, we are together and, and work together in, you know, a very functional home. Um, I'm writing in with geniuses, like, <laughs> like in my, you know what I mean? Like that, that's you and Tisha are like two of the greatest comedy partners I could have ever asked for. Wow. Thank you. Um, and so it's like, I feel like I'm, crushing it <laughs> yeah but i don't how to i don't know how to say that or even can i say that because it sounds gross even coming out of my mouth oh does it yeah, yeah a little bit yeah yeah hmm. for sure yeah hmm. yeah i don't that think made, that's gross. I, I, yeah you don't Mm-mm, no hmm. I, and what i'm actually hearing is if you if you if we as a society had more comfort in sharing how we're successful then people would know that. And then that could be that social utility. He's like, oh, that's rich. He's, mm-hmm. you know, writing shows, doing what he loves to do, has his family's taken care of. He's good. Um, yeah. 
but maybe those things are kind of kept to ourselves. I, you know, I, I'm in a weird position because I'm trying to push back against my own content feelings only because I feel like I didn't earn them. I don't feel like I've never felt like I deserve um, any of the social um, validation that I've gotten. And so when, when I hear um, like I'm content, I'm thinking I shouldn't be because I've done nothing to earn this Mm. contentment. And Mm. I just, this my baseline. And, um, and it goes back to sports. It goes back to everything. I've always operated. um, I've always operated at a level that people go, that's pretty good. And it's like, Oh, cool. Oh, I'm just trying to figure this thing out. And the problem with that is, like, uh, for example, you know, I'm in a new scene, I'm doing comedy, and yeah. the comedians under me, they're like, man, you're, you're set, dude, you're good. Like, and I'm getting this validation that it's over, <laughs> you know, like, you, yeah. you, I want, they're like, I want to get where you're at. And it's mind blowing, because I feel like I've done nothing. And so mm. it's, and it's very easy to go, thanks, cool. All right, well, yeah, I mean, life is good. I can't complain. But mm-hmm. deep down, I'm saying you are squandering your opportunities because you could be hmm. so much more. And hmm. so for me, it's just a, it's, it's the same struggle with ambition, contentment. Yeah. But the inner dialogue is more of like I'm wasting opportunities versus um, maybe... I, I'm not being seen for what I am, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. Uh, Cause I think, I think I've had that. I've had a s- similar thing. So you'll, you'll do something and be good at it and you'll be good at it. Maybe more than a person that just started out would be good at something. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, Whoa, where did you come from? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And so it's easy to sit on your, it's easy to go, oh, okay, well, then I've, I've obviously proven myself that I don't need to do anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but that's the thing is like, I don't, I don't know who I'm trying to prove myself to. I mean, you don't have to mm-hmm. prove yourself to anybody. You know what I mean? Like to an audience, maybe if you're going to stand in front of a, with a mic in your hand, you're going to have to prove yourself to them. Yeah. Okay, and we, and we know that's the relationship. Like somebody's got to have to, you know, I don't know. It's really tripping me out, man. Hmm. Well, but but the contract's already written with the audience. I have a mic in my hand. I yeah. have a job to do. I'm going to prove yeah. myself to you. And I'm okay with that every day. Every time I get right. on the stage, I'm never thinking, these people should just be happy I'm here. You know, like, right. no, I'm, right. I'm always thinking I am going to do my job so well that they're going to be like, wow, that was the best show ever. And I'm, I already go into it knowing I'm going to have to prove myself, but, hmm. but with your peers or with, you know, cause we kind of, we kind of came to this conversation because I think you mentioned that, you know, working in, oh, being an instructor is, yeah. um, kind of unsettling because you're constantly having to, I be, oh, that's right. Cause you're a teacher. So being a teacher and this, I feel this too, being mm-hmm. a teacher um, is you have to 
earn their respect every time. Right, right. And it's not just given to you. Now, you know, when you teach kids, it's different because <laughs> you're older than them. They assume you're an adult. And so they give you a lot of like, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. you're, you're smarter than me. And they just Don't assume, assume those kids. Things. Don't assume. Uh-uh. Right. They don't know you're doing drugs in the parking lot. No, yeah, but it, yeah. it's just, it's, it's a different dynamic. But when you're teaching adults and when you're teaching people to do a skill that you do, it's, yeah. it is very much a judgmental, oh, well, let's see who this person is. Cause we don't know them. Why are we even taking classes and lessons from them if, yeah. if they haven't yeah. made it big? Right. Right. Like what? So, so yeah, for improv, I've got a, Every class that I start, the first two or three, three hour classes, it's me trying to, trying to get them to listen to me, uh, because I know what I'm talking about, but they don't know me from, they haven't seen a show that I was in or whatever else. Um, and even though it was when I was at my busiest, I don't know that they'd ever see me a show that I was in, you know, mm. it's just cause where there's, it's just so many people. There's so much, there's so much. You know, like yeah. you talked about earlier in our uh, pre-tape uh, interview or talk was like, it's global. We're global now. So I don't, I don't, I don't matter to so many more people <laughs> yeah. than I used to not matter to. Um, and that's, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, you don't have to, I don't, I don't think it's like my ego needs to be like validated. I don't think it is. It uh, it might not be you. It could be mm. a, a, a a small adverse effect of the society we have. This new cancer is you are constantly invalidated. You know, I feel it when someone's like, mm. "Oh, let me follow you on Instagram." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, check out my Instagram." And they're like, "Oh, you follow way more people than follow you." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah." And <laughs> yeah, but but in my industry. It's like, oh, oh, you're not, you're not as big of a deal as I thought you were. And, and Mm. so it's, we have so many opportunities to be invalidated in this current society that we're in. And so feeling that more opportunities to feel that is depressing and demoralizing and could invigorate you to want to cancel that. I don't want, I want to walk in and they know who I am. I want the yeah. Drake effect, right? Where yeah. I, I can impact, you know, economies, you know, the Elon Musk <laughs> effect. And and that could be a direct result of the fact that every step of the way people are invalidating you. I remember I was playing video games, NBA 2K, and it's five on five online game. Yeah. And I'm playing with these guys that they're good at their position, and so they're scoring a bunch of points, but they don't pass the ball at all. And so I'm on comms and I'm like, dude, like, I get it. We're winning. I'm not adverse. I've won plenty of times. So you're not carrying me and I'm enjoying it. Like, it's a team game. You can pass the ball. And he goes, who are you? Who are mm-hmm. you? Brother, man, who are you? And I was like. That's crazy that you don't know I'm your teammate. <laughs> like, like the, yeah. this is mind blowing that you can't see that simple interaction and relationship. But that's where we are. We're so global. We're so big that he, his mind says in the grand scheme of things, who are you? And I'm like, dude, I am on your team. That's who I am. That's what I'm saying. That I'm here. I'm with yeah. you right now. 
Why aren't we doing that? Why aren't we working together? The bull, like the bulls didn't win six championships because Michael Jordan was the best player in the NBA. No, they, they stopped when he stopped playing. Like we stopped playing like a showboat and started playing as a team when the triangle or whatever, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's, we can't stop winning championships. You got to stop us. Yeah. You know, no, no, hundred percent. And I think we're touching onto something. Um, so I'm going to say this, but then I'm going to cycle back to something else. Um, you know, one thing you can do that people do in this era that brings it back to Ali Wong, who I was, we were talking about in the pre, um, show Ali Wong rose to success really quickly because she was ruthless in her pursuits. And one thing she would do before she was even known was she would tell people she was known. And then Mm -hmm. they would give her social uh, value and people would pay attention. And so in your first three classes, you could do the Ali Wong thing and say, you know, I taught this person, I taught this person, I've had this impact. And it might not even be true, you know? And it doesn't (laughs) matter. It does not matter, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's an Ali Wong way to manipulate the situation and to, I mean, it speaks to the fact that everything is invalidating and she's doing the exact opposite and saying, no, here is my value. Even if it's not, you're going to value me in this moment. Cause I know this is going to work. And so she, I, she also yeah. knows her worth. She knows she's good. So once the information comes out, they like, oh, this is, this is valuable. But in order to tune them in, it's like credits, right? Comics do Mm -hmm. this before they get on stage. And I thought about it last night. They asked me for my credits and I was, I said nothing. I was like, no, just, I don't care what you say. Cause normally I don't. And I kind of like them not having any expectations, but then I realized I could say he's at the improv next week. That's a credit and it's true and it's real, but I didn't want that. And so that also is a telltale sign of what I actually value versus, you know, the Ali Wong pieces. Um, and so you have that option. It's just, is that rich? Would rich no. do that? Mm. No, not at all. Like, it, like, and I think it's the same. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't think to say I'm in the improv next week, even if I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm here, I'm present. I'm in this moment. I don't need it to be any bigger or grander. And I'm not, I'm not constantly focused on that, which, you know, you think of like Kim Kardashian. uh, I watch a lot of her content because my wife loves her. And (laughs) I've noticed that everything I see, Kim was obsessed about making it. Obsessed. And it's the same thing as Ali Wong. And that level of um, just tunnel vision, I mean, I don't want to sound negative i just have my own live my own life and perspective is to me that tunnel vision is negative and i don't Mm -hmm. want that you know i don't value that level of tunnel vision even though there's so many gifts that come with it right um but i think i hope this isn't too confusing um but i watched a movie recently i don't know let me first ask have you seen everything everywhere all at once yes sir Okay. All right. I so, just watched it like last week. Same. All right. So <laughs> we, we are locked in. We didn't even talk yeah. about it, but I just uh, watched it last week as well. Um, yeah. So I, I want to first start out with spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen this movie, please go see this movie. 
Um, it is phenomenal. I'm going to do my best not to spoil anything, but I, I, I talk, so I'm giving yeah. the spoiler spoil warnings it. now. I'll say I'll spoil it. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Rich is like, I'm not even going to attempt because I, I know yeah, I'm going to do can. it. Yeah. yeah. So, so spoiler warning. Um, we'll, I don't know the timestamp of when you should hop back in the conversation is, but um, everything, everywhere, <laughs> yeah, all at once <laughs> is the reason why I think it relates to this conversation is because to me, everything, everywhere, all at once was a metaphor for society online because and a globalized mm. society because we're in the first time in our human existence human, yeah that we can be everywhere mm -hmm. all at once i can i can look and see what people are doing in italy right now i can yeah. hop over to jakarta i can go to costa rica i can yeah. access what millionaires are doing right now i can access what the poorest of poor are doing and i can judge my life on that we are so globalized we are so in the clouds that a big piece and motif in the movie is everything is worthless Everything's invalidated because of that. Everything means nothing. I'm playing on a video game with a teammate and that there's no value in being a teammate, right? Who are you right. in the grand scheme of the cosmos? You're nothing. You're a speck, right. Right? right? And we are feeling that every single day from people that are bought into this reality who are raised in this. Like some people sure. right now are raised as that is the baseline. You are yeah. nothing. And, yeah. and that feeling is, it tears us apart. And, and I, I think I'm recognizing that I don't subscribe to that worldview and therefore their invalidation is maybe real to them. But to me, I'm just content and accepting this moment, this presence, the person in front of me, the, the family I'm with. And if you've mm -hmm. seen, again, because I'm not trying to spoil anything, if you've seen everything everywhere all at once, you, you'll see that motif as well, is there is this desire to be joyful and present. And that that can also be a winning solution. It's just being thankful and gracious and kind and in the moment you're in. And that's yeah. something that I'm trying to push out more and accept within myself as I do have that ambition versus contentment struggle you know yeah. am i alpha or am i just me you know yeah um lots of thoughts going through my head uh <laughs> as, as normal. normal no as i normal. dropped a whole bunch of stuff on you too <laughs> wow no that's good though well I, so the first thing that rings out is the comparison like a big part of the movie is finding out this person is the the worst version or the best version mm. of themselves, right? This whole bunch of like, they, they don't even need somebody else to judge themselves against. They just judge another version of themselves, you know, like, mm -hmm. and that led to like, I don't know, that seems to lead to not good places because what the moment needs right now is you to be who you are right now. That's what it needs the most, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's the superpower is like being, doesn't like being who you are doing what you do. Uh, that's kind of the thing I got from it, from her, from her, like the lesson was like, 
the lesson was not you got to change all these things about you and become the martial arts one or the super smart one or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like no, this is you just be yourself. Yeah. You are you are the solution to the problem. But but when we judge ourselves against standards that I don't even believe in, like I don't like the fame for fame's sake, like or 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 like I just want people to know who I am. Like that's nothing that's not even a part of me. Right. I want people to know who I am so we can get somewhere together. Like Yeah. <laughs> for teaching or for comedy, like you can trust me guys, like don't worry about it, we'll get there. Um but yeah, I don't know. That's gosh, there's a lot in there. It's a phenomenal movie and it's it's been on my mind a lot. Um and and we might have to have a whole show dedicated to it. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Um, you also brought up. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> keep no, that's okay. But with the ambition, with uh, ambition versus contentment, is really the theme of the show. And with that, I wonder if I get some of my ambition not from internal but external. Mm. You know, like like you said up at the top of the show, like the picket white picket fence and the nice normal family is not a, a measurement of success anymore Mm-mm. when we're not a normal family, but we're definitely a loving, functional, happy family. And we didn't get there by working for the same company for 50 years and then getting a pension and never going to therapy and <laughs> going to church every week, you know, and, and making sure everybody went to Sunday school. Like we didn't get there through that. We, we went there through fucking hard perseverance. Mm hmm. You know, like we love each other and that matters. And so we're going to do what we need to do. So what do we need to do? We need to forgive each other. We need to change our behavior, whatever it is. And that's why I feel so successful at it is because I know that I've done the work to do that. And I can see it when people come and they, they come into my home and they're like, oh, wow, you guys have a great, great system going on here. This is really wonderful. Like, I don't don't know. Like my brother mentions it all the time. He's like, I don't, I don't know how you do it. Mm. You know? And that hearing that, it's like, I don't know what to do with that because it's the validation that I want, mm-hmm. but I also don't know where to put it. And so I want to, cause I, you know, growing up I'm tall. So I had to be small. I had to be, I had to be little and small. So I would be safe for everybody because I freaked everybody out. Mm-hmm. Like if I stand next to you and you don't know that I'm there, you will jump and fright mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm so tall. I'm so, you know, it's just, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, t- I'm jumping around too, but I don't know, man. And it's not, not having a place to like a mantle is the only thing I have. Cause that's where trophies went back in the day. But like, right. if yeah. you don't have a mantle for family, you know, you don't have anywhere to put it you, when someone recognizes it, you don't know what to do with it. It's like, yeah. Oh, what? I, uh, uh, okay, cool. Thanks. Um, I don't, I don't have anywhere to display this. Whereas now online, I mean, I, you can put all your trophies of how many followers you have, how much money you made. Here's take a look at my mm. car. Here's a photo of my car. Here's a trip yeah. that we just went on. Let me show Never off all these it. things. And that is, that's, that, that's the new trophy case. Your Instagram reel mm. is the new trophy case. And if you're not posting as many trophies as everyone else, you're invalidating yourself each and every day. 
And the case could be you're in a different league where, you know, the ribbons and things look different and you have nowhere to put them because society does not recognize them as real trophies. You know, it's like you're playing D&D. You're, 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 you have your own make-believe game going on sure. called Family with Rich. And yeah. people like, what are you doing? What's, yeah. what's happening? And yeah. It just sounds make-believe. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, if, if, it, like, we are the trophy. Like, we're the prize. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, there's no... Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. That's, something's brewing, but I can't. What does it feel like? Well, that's, I mean, it, it feels like the, the word is that I'm the trophy. Mm. Like what you see in front of you is, is an uh, amalgamation of a lot of hours, a lot of thought, a lot of concern, a lot of care, a lot of attention and time put into my presence. Like yeah. I'm, I'm here with you. Um, I like it's, and you're here like, I'm not, yeah, <laughs> my brain's like, no, that's, like that's the perfect. moment, but the moment, but the moment is the, the trophy, the, the yeah. time together is a trophy. Like, like I do care if I can become a, a professional writer, like I do care. I, I do. But if I live the rest of my life working at my job now with the family I have now, with the friends I have now writing with you guys, like I don't need anything else. You know what I mean? Like I don't need, I need a, I need a comedy outlet. Like I need a comedy out, like a live comedy outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could do house shows. Like I, there's not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and I, that's what I, that's what I like. One of the things like I've had several friends either quit or move to LA or New York and they're so funny and so talented. And now they're, they're like talented fish in a pool of just multi-talented. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the oh, pool yeah. got much bigger. And I, I never understood why why the instinct wasn't to do really great work with the people that are around you now. Because we are so, like, like we are global. Like mm-hmm. we can do this here in Fort Worth, Texas, and it can go everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we don't have to be in the particular and that, I think they're finding that out. Yeah. The people that have left, like they're kind of finding out like, oh yeah, maybe I don't have to, cause I'm in here and it's not like I missed the scene in Dallas. Mm-hmm. It was one of the, one, one person said to me this last, uh, this last month was like, yeah, I missed the scene in Dallas. It was way, so way, way more supportive than out here. I don't even do stand up anymore out here because the scene is so mm. bad, you know? And it's yeah. like, well, well then we're, we're doing ourselves a disservice when we go, I guess, chase after something, I guess, that somebody else has. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the chase is. Yeah. yeah. It could be multiple things. You know, time has yeah. changed so fast that you had, you felt like you had to leave because opportunities weren't where you were. So you're right. chasing opportunities. You know, it could be you're you're chasing this idea of what it looks like to make it. That could be it too, right? Sure. And and but so much of it was like to achieve a certain thing that I imagine I ha- I have to go do what others have done, and it's a, this right. you know we we are social animals and we copy what other people have done, and 
Um, and so a lot of people have moved to LA and move elsewhere. I know, you know, we have moved to California mainly because for Julia, this is the opportunity. Yeah. The opportunity is here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and there is a huge piece of being able to see Tim cook in real life and, and, you know, make yeah. that real physical connection right. that has so much value. And, um, Alexis is a comedic friend of mine that works on television shows and mm-hmm. that's her life. She's in it. She's young. She is yep. making those real on the ground connections. But, you know, I also think that Julia, what she's really good at and Alexis as well, I think they're both very present and they're, they're not there because they're looking to go bigger and beyond. They're there and they're in that moment there and yeah. nothing bigger matters at that time. Right. Right. And um, a lot of people make chess moves because or, or maybe it's checkers where you're trying to jump, jump, <laughs> jump, 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 you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I, I I don't think those moves need to be made or that's just not the moves that I make. Because, again, the Ali Wong's out there, they are already True. they're already lining you up so that they can hit three jumps in a row on this one move. And um, yeah. that's just not me. And I don't. I don't know how many of us out there are talking about being content, being present, loving right. where you are. And right. it, it doesn't have to be bigger. You're not invalidated just because of your followings and things right. of that nature. Yeah. I got under a thousand friends on Facebook. I have under 30 people following me on Instagram. Maybe 30 people. I don't know. 40. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't even use it. So <laughs> that's how many people I got on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. We don't talk about this. We don't talk about contentment. I know a lot of like the, like the new age thought and the sort of the, the Eastern teachers like Ram Dass and stuff like that, that came over white people, but white people that went over to India and came back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had to translate like this, enli- this light. Yeah. This light, this enlightenment, they talk about this quite a bit about um, being present, being in the moment. It's the most important thing that you can do. You know, like this right now is the most important thing that we can do. Uh, and I, I, when you're talking about Julia and Alexis, like that's exactly how my mind is. Like nothing, there's nothing bigger. Mm-hmm. There's nothing bigger than right now. Like this show in my head, like I'm like, this is huge. People, if you don't love it, I don't know what to tell you. Like this is, this is so good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Like, but I, I guess I struggle with like, am I, am I being delusional or am I just full, like full of myself? You know what I mean? My head's all big thinking I'm the greatest, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It just feels like I don't, it feels like I haven't had the opportunity to do something really big yet. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. And it feels like I'm ready for that because I've been working. I mean, I'm 10 years in comedy, 20 years in film and production. Like, yeah, I've been doing it. Writing. I've been doing it and I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But I don't. It's a weird thing. Like, I don't have to go anywhere. So I don't know how to work in this sort of new paradigm of like, I'm ambitious, but I'm happy. So, (laughs) 
what do I do, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> Man, what I, do we do? I guess I, I'm banking on the, uh, what is it? <laughs> T- Tiffany Haddish, Bill Burr, mm. um, Dave Chappelle. They have all mm. recently had shows where they had other people on it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. want to be one of the other people. They're like, yo, he didn't make it, but he's ready. You yeah. know, that's... Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because season, I... season four of uh, They Ready, you're on of it. They... Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To me, that that is a that is a achievable, accurate level of success that I can possibly reach because the Ali Wongs of the world, I'm not, we're not yoked the same, you know, and I can right. recognize that and, right. and give her that. And my one moment on my one special with the book that I think I'll be happy with that. You know, like you said, you're, you're ready for an opportunity. And I don't know if you're saying you need every opportunity, you know, you just no. want the one. I don't want to, I don't have to make every moment an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that feels like I'm behind the game. Well, it is because you're behind the game. Playing. You're behind yeah, the game. yeah, you are. <laughs> you're way behind that game and in, in that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, and that's hard. That's hard to. That's hard to accept and to mm-hmm. like. Yep, because I have put my family ahead of my career. I have put. Mm. Uh, I have put other things ahead of like my success as a comedian or, mm. a, you know, entertainer or whatever. Well, it, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but it is just your circle, you know, having yeah having the right people around you that aren't the same. Like there's a, there's a reason why communities are important is because everyone's sharing in the same idea of success yeah. to where yeah. that stratification isn't as painful. You don't you don't see one person saying, oh, you got to be this. And the other person like, I'm not that. You know, that's yeah. where we get disillusioned. Uh, but honestly, more people who are content and have their passions and pursuing those as well, but they yeah. don't need to make it. They just are enjoying making it. <laughs> yeah. Right? And yeah. that's, that's where they're at. And when an opportunity comes, they'll be prepared and ready for it, but yeah. they don't want to sacrifice everything for that one thing. Well, and I feel like I need Ali Wong's in my life. Like I need that mm-hmm. those people in my life to bounce stuff off of and to like, to, to be able to go like, look, you can, you know, yeah, just hand it, like, tell them you got a script. Just tell, you know, mm-hmm. just tell them it's fine. You know, like I need that push. Um, and, but at the same time, like, it's hard for me to deal with that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me to, to be around people that are really, really crazy ambitious Cause it's just kind of draining. I'm like, ugh, I'm yeah. not, you're not here. You're not here. You're in the future. You're when you're successful and that's great. But when does that ever stop? Cause mm-hmm. what was successful? Like a lot of things that I've read and watched and seen people that are very financially successful are like, Oh yeah, this didn't matter. Like, I wish I could have a relationship with my dad. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Mm. Oh, every time, you know what I mean? Money every doesn't time. bring happiness. Yeah. All these, th- it's like, what? You mean you get all there and it's still, that's not it. It's, but it's only yeah. because it, that's, that's the tricky part is all the people that make it super financially successfully and then tell you that that's not the end all be all is because 
they're looking at their weaknesses, right? Just mm. like we're looking at ours. Mm. They're looking yeah. at it's like, oh, I accumulated all of this, but it's not enough, right? And mm. I wish I had happiness. I wish I had love. And we're like, oh, I'm just so surrounded by love, man. I just, why yeah. can't I be rich and fame? Like, why don't I? I <laughs> Godly. So, I mean, yes, people like value me. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know. Well, that's I know. That's what I've often thought is like people that, that early on they go after wealth and then what are you trying to get? You're just trying to get more planes and cars because you can get that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But when does that stop? What are you trying to get? Like, oh, I'm trying to get a family and like a nice life, like a good life where I'm surrounded by people that I love and care about. Well, I got that. Mm-hmm. So what was there left to do? <laughs> Maintain? What do I do? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I think you're right. Like, I think I'm a, I'm a make it person. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in it to make it, not to make it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> no one understood what you just said, <laughs> but yeah, you're in, you're in the creation mode and being present and making yeah. it in the moment. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not, cool. I'm not judging myself. Hmm. It's just you go outside and you're instantly judged. And I don't know if that's, I don't know how to get rid of that. But this is the ecosystem that we're in. But you just try and remind yourself. Well, the answer to all of our questions is usually talking to each other. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> talking to other people, right? Talking to other people. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good because, point. Uh, you know, there's no amount of money that we could have paid each other to be friends. You know what I mean? Like there's no amount of wealth or success or opportunity that like, then if, if I gave you all everything that you've ever wanted, say for instance, that doesn't, that doesn't equate friendship. What friendship is like being real with each other, being vulnerable with each other, like lifting each other up and those kind of like having these tough conversations when we need to, whether we're, we're just, we're button heads or we're whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just sticking around. It's making it work. And that's maybe what it is. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a make it work guy. Yeah. 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 Huh. Well, I feel better, Chris. <laughs> it's good. I'm glad. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank y'all very much for listening. We didn't spoil too much in the movie, so I feel, I feel good about that. Yeah. No. Um, Might have uh, made people more confused. <laughs> yeah. Probably did. Probably did. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening to us. We again, we're we've got Patreon up. We're we're moving forward with that. It's so so great. We you get to be in our live uh, episodes and people jump in. They can chat with us, ask us questions, you know, things like that. Um, and if you have uh, anything you want to talk to us about at all, good, bad, indifferent, we're here. So uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I think we're on Zillow. I don't know. <laughs> We got some rental properties we're trying to move. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Chris, any last uh, any last thoughts for the show? Um, I have none. Um, just mm. you, don't overanalyze. No, no, that's not what I want to say. I don't. I have nothing. <laughs> that's great. That's okay. That's okay. Well, we're in the show like we always do, man. Peace. Peace. Cool. Bada boom. Cool.